right, guys, welcome to a new G30 podcast. It has been a minute. I am Count, as always, and I'm here with Mikey, Timmy, and, you know, make, maybe making the unofficial official uh the the good old c stand what are we what are we saying boys how are we doing oh man i think we're doing good i'm glad to be back it's been some time we have a lot a lot to talk about and like you had mentioned we're glad to see c stand get involved in the mix here dude oh yeah. c stand's always been always been you know, yeah we're just, yeah we're just putting putting it putting the respect in the ring on it you know right chris <laughs> hey it's not official without the ring bro <laughs> Unofficially How official. How you doing, Tim? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm. It's good to be back. It's been a hot minute. People have been demanding for us to come back, so I think it's fair for us to come back. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie. They have, Chris. How you feeling? I'm good, man. Yeah, like I said, thanks. Uh, thanks for including me. I'm glad that I'm part of the crew now. And of course, yeah, dude. It's, it's good to good to be talking to somebody soccer that knows. <laughs> and we might we might know a little bit just not as much as yeah. you. that's why we had to bring you on right we don't we we don't know we don't know as much as galaxy twitter though that's for sure mm-hmm. right yeah that's facts <laughs> we ain't experts hey we already we already make it enemies on our first yeah. episode back <laughs> just We've a quick en- our own enemies bro i know it's yeah. been it's been some dark times out there boys i was i was talking to the guys uh before we started recording and before you joined mike uh, I was going back through the episodes. This will be the 54th episode of this podcast. This is the fourth season of this podcast. And I was scrolling the episode titles and they're like really optimistic. And then like over time, the titles time. get like sadder and sadder and sadder. <laughs> and I, th- I think it got to a point where, you know, we just needed to stop for a minute. Personally, I felt like um, it wasn't productive anymore to like shout into the void um i didn't want to get into the mix with all the boycott stuff that was going on you know there's a lot of wars fought and i think a bunch of people um felt that way any any thoughts on that on coming back on a fresh new Um, fresh new season i think i think like every new season we can sort of apply this for our show as well it sort of offers that opportunity to sort of reinvent ourselves granted you know not on the whole like new year new me sort of bullshit train people like to go on are you sure you don't subscribe to you seem like to sort of freshen things up you seem like someone who would subscribe to that philosophy (laughs) february Uh, (laughs) what do you think tim new season yeah, this this new season is going to be great. I'm not going to go ahead and say, oh, we're going to do this and that. I got to see the first couple of games to really, really make a prediction. But I'm really, really excited about this new season. You can tell from all the posts on social media and all the promotions that, that they're doing this time around that it's the, the feeling of the home opener is going to be different this year. So I'm a little I'm, I'm pretty excited about that as well. That's what they've been saying. Chris, before we jump into the mix, thoughts on the new season? Um, Looking forward to it. Um, I mean, I'm always looking forward to the season, no matter negativity surrounding the club, whatever. It's uh, I do look at it as a good time to I get to see you guys whenever you guys are around. Honest truth, um, being at the stadium, you know. So it's you know, we'll see. We'll see where it goes, man. It's just I'm always excited. Yeah, for real. Um, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, Mike. You back with us? Yeah. Now we're back in the mix. Okay. Cool. Um. All right. 
yeah, we'll be experimenting as we go. I think we're excited. I think we'll see some new faces on the pod this this year. Life, a lot of life has happened um, to everybody involved, so it's, it'd be good to rotate and mix it up, and you know, get Charlie on here and get some other people on here and, <laughs> and kind of see see how it goes. Um, shout out Charlie. Yeah, we'll get Charlie soon. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Um, I guess the first thing to talk about is Coachella. Chris and I were out there um on saturday on the last day of the preseason chris any thoughts you want to share any insight we, you know i I was there um, but i think i think you talked to them to more people than i did <laughs> typical t- typical me right <laughs> um like coachella dude heading out there this is your first time i enjoy it it's fun the vip experience uh you know all you can drink all you can eat you know hang out in the shade get to see a bunch of players man um i got to have a quick chat with diego chara phil neville from portland cool guys cool you know and um the portland ones of course i know you guys care about is having a good chat with will kunz and tom Braun. um guys i i, I want to say and i know we're touching base and i'll be quick uh we're touching base on new feeling how the club is being led you know talking to people i don't remember the time that i was able ever able to approach Kiroski or Chris Klein and have a good 10, 15 minute conversation with them about soccer and about the club. Their response was always, Oh, I'm busy. Uh, Oh, they'll answer one or two things and leave. And this time, I mean, you were there, you saw, I was, I I was, I was, I was asking questions. I was, I was, you know, and a lot of stuff that was announced a few days later. I mean, we got answers to that Saturday. <laughs> I know. Chris and I were talking about like, well, we don't want to be those guys and like start blasting, you know, like the stuff, you know, like it, it, we knew it would it would come time to talk about stuff when we did the pod. But um, yeah, it was really cool how what Will said and what Tom Braun said on Saturday came to pass Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So already we verified that they're out there being like upfront um and telling people the way it is you know they basically told us that pencil was going to be here right and here he is and they basically told us that peck was going to be here and here he is and they told us that they had visa appointments and people were reporting that the visa appointments were when they said right so i guess the big takeaway there for me as well is is the transparency is there and like they know what they're doing dude and and it was really cool like it wasn't a, a drive-by like will stood and talked to us for like 10 minutes and tom bronson talked to us for like half an hour right yeah, so yeah. it was it was really cool um and really really recommend if you have the chance to go out there and do that because it's it's really cool and it seems to be like they're building and building and building um so we have a game i mean let's get into it we have a game on sunday against miami there were a lot of feelings on the preseason. Timmy, you have any thoughts about the preseason? I mean, other than Coachella, like uh, the vibe around the club, you know, it was pretty down and then we won and then it seems better. What do you think? Yeah, you know, the vibes were a little down. Especially, like, I'm not going to say around the club, but definitely around the Twitter sphere because people were literally exaggerating these results, even though they were concerning because they were letting in three six nine goals after three games which it is concerning i will say that but i will i want to tell the fans to not exaggerate because it is preseason and now that we have our two dps that we were waiting for for months now we didn't even know who or what was going to join us and before the opener but they're here now so i'm hyped about that and like you guys said the preseason the final preseason game was definitely a, a, a breath of fresh air 
it was good to see us finally put the ball in the back of the net and, and finish with a shutout. We hadn't finished with a shutout that whole preseason, preseason until that game. So it was good to see that. And it was very, very clear that we will see our starting goalkeeper will be John McCarthy. That's oh. probably the biggest takeaway <laughs> of that whole entire thing. And Alda we'll, is going to be the starter. Yeah, we'll we'll get there in a minute because there are some departures mm-hmm. we have to talk about. But just yes, to wrap sir. up the preseason, Mike, yesterday, Sasha Kleschen had some very choice words about the club. Do you have do you have thoughts on that? Get into it, Mike. Cry, baby. Get into it. Um so <laughs> did you see the, it? Yeah, no, I saw the remarks. I feel criticism in a moment of uh uncertainty surrounding our attack and our team composition is warranted. And I do feel some type of way about Sasha as opposed to maybe two of the other hosts here we have on the show i personally like what sasha did for us at the club i appreciate someone that can front the noise and sort of be a figurehead when no one wants to talk about any shortcomings coming from the inside um but the 90s comment that's a little out of pocket um he said for for those catching up he said we are a 90s act trying to rebrand and may i like to remind sasha question uh that sir you aren't the youngest cat on the block, and I think someone tried to reinvent themselves on the other side of L.A., i.e. the Galaxy. So, as a former Chiva, and one that is acting like one in the media, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> Sasha, you can find me. Go fuck yourself. Oh, uh, man, already. Thank yeah, thank you for being nice when you needed to be nice, but you're a cunt. Um, come find me. Uh, we don't want to hear you in the media, and especially if you're with twelve men. Um, so oh, yeah, man. if that's where if that's where you want to draw it, we can draw it there. <laughs> we got, I got to put a parental advisory on this right now. Um, <laughs> I Chris, like that. <laughs> Chris, closing thought on Sasha. Look, man, that guy, his time had passed. He tried to extend his career with us. You know, he tried to get that check. They told him no last year. He's sour. You know what I mean. And, you know, look, I'm not going to sit here and argue with Mikey or, or none of you guys, but I would say this, Mikey, we're saying, you know, he stood up and faced the music when shit was wrong. We've had other players comment and, and interview and post posts on social media in the past, Victor Vasquez, when we were getting our asses kicked 4-0. I'm still not giving that guy like, oh, man, you know, I'm not going to say anything about Victor Vasquez because, I mean, bro, you still, you still weren't the greatest player with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I could care two fucks if you sit on TV. And I've always said it. You could sit on TV and you could cry your heart out because you scored an 80th minute penalty after you came in two minutes ago. And, you know, that's your biggest emotion of your fight. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. half the Galaxy fans, I remember after he cried, oh, man, give that guy the captaincy. <laughs> give that guy another another contract here. I know I know you guys. I see it. Mm-hmm. I see it. And trust Oops. me, dude, like, it would have been plenty of fucking waste of money if we were to keep that man around yeah i I bet you if we keep him around this year if we keep him around last year and another year guy will be shut up right there oh yeah man i think you know it's a rebuild you know we're we're looking forward we're excited we're excited you know like it's just more of like stating the obvious and i i sort of agree i i was never in the boat of like hey let's give him another contract it was just it's it's the professionalism but like you said anyone can be professional and anyone can mm-hmm. sort of put on that act and it is now being seen that now you're no longer on payroll you're choosing to act the way you are and it's ugly mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and and then to, and to end this like little, little subject real quick it's what no one here from between us 
And a lot on Twitter either. There's a few idiots out there that I said I think that we're championship team. No one is saying that. No. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're saying that we're excited that, you know, and we'll talk about transfers later. We're excited that we're going this route instead of that route. You know what I mean? There seems to be a better field. That's what we're excited about. It's yeah. not a, we're not trying to rebrand ourselves because if I still see out there, we're still calling ourselves Angelinos. We're still mocking the since 96, mm-hmm. the city of L.A. Like the, nothing's re being rebranded, bro. Like mm-hmm. the thoughts are still there. If you look at our stadium pictures and everything that they're building up, drawing, we're still leaning off our five championships, the original team of L.A. and the original. Like, like I don't yeah. know what rebrand is he talking about. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't know. He's lost. I think yeah, he's just so. more more leaning on the new identity, but yeah, know, yeah. Fine. I think he was saying like you know they're washed and and it's like a '90s actor trying to come back and make movies or whatever. But you know whatever. Hey, but you know stuff yeah. from the '90s. You know it's it's they <laughs> it's came hot. back. I'm, they I'm came paying two hundred dollars to go see some forty one at, at at the YouTube theater. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go with you on there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, I wanted to make a one more comment. Him placing us 11th again? Yeah, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Like, all the other points he said, like, the question marks that he brought up, yes, they're valid, but, like, 11th again, dude? Like, that's kind of harsh. I ain't gonna lie. I did see that that was a little harsh. But yeah. everything everything else that he said was like, yeah, like, that's true. Like, yeah, I agree. He's not wrong. But, damn, yeah, I think you were right, Count. He he was a little salty that we didn't give him a, another chance or another spin with the block. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so let's let's get into that there. I'm looking at uh, potential lineups. We'll talk about the departures right after. But I, I want you to tell me if this is an 11th place um, starting lineup at keeper. Probably going to be McCarthy. Then it's Aude, um, Caceres, uh, Yoshida, Yamane, Mark, Gaston, Ricky, Peck, Paintsel and Dejan. Is that an 11th place team to you? Which that's not our full strength team. Nope. We still you put you put in um Neil in the back once he's healthy. True. Mm-hmm. And then you have a full strength galaxy team. Yeah. It's uh-huh. on paper it looks good. We've been here before, but on paper. I, I don't know, Mike, you got you're looking at these uh I guess you know, we'll talk about departures maybe later. I think maybe <clears> it <throat> would make more sense right now to talk about the additions, right? So Yamane, Yoshida, Peck, Painsel. Mike, you've been looking at stats and stuff. What do you make of, of the uh-huh. what did you find? So the three players I decided to highlight going into this show or just sort of to give um an extra sort of look at and see if they pass the eye test. Um, let's talk about our new arrival. And in terms of arrival, quite literally touched down in L.A. last night. Um, we have Gabriel Peck. Um, for those who don't know, he's occupying the young DP spot. Um, looks to be joining... Um, Dayon and Paint Sill in the attack as a winger on either side. Um, what I have here is that last season in the Brazilian first division, he put up 14 goals and five assists in all comps. And um, something really interesting that I found, or not found, but just reading it and sort of understanding it, is that he has, or we paid around 10 million for him, and he has 1.5 million worth of incentives which would lead him to be um our club's highest or our highest ever transfer fee that we've issued out for a player so i thought that was interesting and um we have him on a five-year deal but um i think for him he sort of passes the eye test in the fact where when i was sort of watching clips of him watching him play he's very comfortable with both feet 
and he's very rapid. And we'll get into talking about Paintsill later because I feel like although they do share very similar attributes as you look at them on paper, they couldn't be any more different. But what we can expect from Gabriel Peck is to sort of work in tandem with Dayon as sort of a direct threat. And um, I pulled up a quote from Greg Vanny here. Um, Greg Vanny cites Gabriel Peck as a powerful and direct winger who brings quality and a relentless work weight or work rate. And I was able to sort of validate that watching a few clips. So um, we can expect, I think, a lot of goal contributions and a lot of direct play coming from the right or left, wherever we decide to deploy him. All right. Uh, anyone want to weigh in on pick? Uh, I think that uh, I'll be quick. Um, I think he looks good. He looks like, like an exciting player. He's definitely one of those guys that has the the excitement that, you know, when he gets on a ball, we're going to stand up at the, on that stadium every time he touches the ball in the, you know, their half of the field and see what he can do. You know, he's going to be one of those. Um, of course, I stand by, and I've always been like this with any new player. Peck, Peck and Paint still are not players that I followed in soccer. I don't watch them. I've never watched them until recently. So we'll see how they adapt. Their question's always there. We can see highlights and, and stuff as much as we can, but until we see them go out there and perform, well, we'll see. But it, it seems exciting. I, I'm, I'm pushing for the guy. Hopefully we he can achieve what he needs to do with us. Yeah, he looks good. Timmy, final th- a thought on Peck? On Peck, yeah. He has, I think the one thing that stands out to me about Peck is his work rate. Like you saw with the Brazilian friendlies, he was back and forth. The the uh, Of course, it was only like a couple games that he started, but the games that he was subbed on, he just continued to just run up and down the field. And that's kind of what we needed from our wingers because some of our wingers wouldn't always come back, a.k.a. Uh, uh, Douglas Costa would not necessarily do that until, you know, it was time for him to make some money. You know what I'm saying? But that's something that we desperately needed from our wingers. They just would not come back. And now that we have a winger that does, it will help us a lot when those counters are coming to us. So I'm blessed to have him on the team. What are you thinking, Nelson? Um, Yeah, I think the work rate is a thing. I think it's, you know, the winger, like Boyd didn't come back that much either. Ricky doesn't come back very much either. Um, the outside backs sure as hell are not going to come back, right? Like, like they play so wide and they play so overlapping on the wings that like, they're going to have to, um, pick up a lot of defensive work, right? If they're going to be interchanging that way. Mm-hmm. And I think we finally have the guys to do it. I love Boyd. I don't think that was his like character build. Right. And I, you know, we've had a bunch of yeah. other wingers that for whatever reason didn't work out that way. Um, love Julian Araujo, right? But he always, for a while, he was kind of weird. Like, are you a midfielder or not? You know what I mean? I know that's like the design, what they wanted him to do. But it never felt like the communication on that side was like established as well as it could be. And I think now we probably have the guys to do it. Second player up, Mike? Um, Yeah. So also freshly announced, we have Joseph Paintseal, um, 26-year-old winger coming from... JP. Yeah. JP coming from Belgium, coming from Genk. Um, he, out of the two DP wingers, he excites me a little bit more than Peck for the reason that we look at Peck's archetype as a player from what I was able to analyze. Once again, we're sort of, we walk away with that notion of, wow, he's very direct and an immediate goal threat, where I feel like Paint Cell 
he sort of takes the more discreet role. He sort of floats in between the lines. And what I took down after watching a um, few of his highlight clips and watching a few of his game clips is that he has really good off-ball movement. And he finds space inside the 18 really well, whereas Peck sort of, in a way, it's a touchline winger and makes his way from the outside in. Paintsill sort of just floats in what he has, I think, over Peck and for putting them pound for pound is that he's more of a clinical finisher, but we can sort of attribute that to him being exposed to higher level of competition. Um, I saw or I took down here that in the 20 or in this current moment in the 23-24 season, he's been able to lodge nine goals, five assists with three of those being in UEFA competition. So it seems whereas we're sort of investing in Peck and sort of paying for his development, we're getting an immediate sort of polished product with uh, Paintsill as well. So I'm excited to see how they play off each other. But um, I am expecting more from Paintsill from what I've seen thus far. Um, I'm I'm a little worried about him settling in, right? He's He was like iffy coming. And even now mm-hmm. I saw something today that he had posted like, oh, I'm le- his statement or whatever mm-hmm. was like, oh, I'm leaving with a uh, heavy heart or whatever. And I worry about these dudes coming here far away from like yeah. where they're used to being but i agree with you yeah and um just for numbers if people were curious per transfer market he has um interestingly enough he was evaluated at 12 million dollars and we paid a fee there is no concrete fee from what i was able to see but we paid near the region of 9 million dollars and I was able to pull a direct quote from Greg Manny, and he states that Joseph is a dynamic winger with and without the ball who possesses the capacity to change the games instantly. We look forward to integrating him into our group quickly. Chris, do you see this detective work Michael has done all by himself with the information? Uh, bro, now I know why he's been MIA. <laughs> <laughs> he's been cooking. Mikey's been busy. Um, anybody on paint still? I want to know who the third player is. But we'll yeah, talk Paintsil. Paintsil, Timmy? Paintsil, man. I like this signing a lot, mainly because um they posted some highlights today and yesterday of him, and I sent it to Mike. And I was like, Mike, I'm not going to lie. This player is saucy. Like, Dude, he excites way- me so much, Timmy. Yes, the way he the, the way he cuts in the box with that much pace and gets that much space to go for goal, like... That's like some European talent right there. I ain't Fucker looks strong too. He and he's strong too. And the I'm not gonna lie, man. Those the, the the players from Ghana, they have some serious speed as well, man. And to have that amount of strength, man, I'm excited because this is a player that will for sure like bolster our attack most definitely. He'll find the space to score a goal, and yeah, he's gonna be that second goal threat that we've needed for a long, long, long time. And it'll, it'll definitely help Dayon for sure. It'll open up some spots for Dayon as well. And the thing that I noticed, another thing that I was able to notice and pick up from him is that when you watch Peck and Paintsill, Peck to the eye seems quicker. Just watching him, he seems a lot more fast, but with Paintsill's positioning and the way he aligns himself with the defense and sort of moving as a cohesive unit, he is just always one step ahead of the last defender. So you're like, wow, how did he get so much space? He just is able to wiggle in in between the lines. So you're always like, dang, how did he get that separation? It's just sort of, he. I think it's always playing on the front foot, which is really exciting. So I'm excited to see what he can do here. Chris? Um, it's good to be dynamic, I guess, finally in our attack. Um, 
Last few years, it's been, even with Zlatan, it's get it down to the wings and just center it. And it seems now we finally have some players, say dynamic players that are going to cut in. Um, these highlights I've seen, too, these guys shoot from far. And that's something we had with Boyd, but it's a lot with Tank still. So these guys shoot. They get anything around the 18-yard box, and they're going to strike it down. Um, yeah. This is also nice to see. Um, and I know there's a lot of people out there that you know, talk big about their wingers and do you want speed, you want speed. This is very nice to see that we actually have smart wingers dynamic wingers the guys mm -hmm. that you know it's not just let me run all the way down center it and then see what happens it's you know this guy i expect like a small rotation throughout the games once they get it the gel where it's like we might see puig pushing off to the wing or something because you got pain and peck are running down the middle and you know it's it's gonna switch on and off i'm not saying that's gonna be their positions but you'll see it if you guys pay attention to the game i expect this to be going back and it's forth very back and fluid forth. well yeah if... so so once it clicks, that, that's what I expect. Mm -hmm. you know? If it's any hint to the to the game plan, to Chris's point, we were talking about that at Coachella, right? We didn't have the wingers, but we had Fagundes. And I think it's worth noting that Fagundes looks really, really in shape and really, really good. Um, and Chris pointed out when we were there that when he came in, in in the in the game, like that's when we started to win, right? Like there was like a lot of more um, dynamics. It got exciting. Yeah. And he was doing that motion you're talking about, Chris, right? Like he's he's doing what mm -hmm. Vanny wants them to do. And like if that's what all of the wingers are going to be doing, especially at that higher level you guys are talking about, like the pedigrees these guys have, it's going to be super exciting. It is scary. I know we did a collab <laughs> post with uh, LA Galaxy Buzz. Also, shout out for the highlight clips. I think we, we're going to go into boom and bust, but I think we really struggled and the fact that we were able to pay under his market evaluation for a 26 year old that has european experience i really think it's invaluable for what we have going forward it was a steal it's well in the, dude. In the triple p trifecta triple oh, yeah. triple p i think i think they sold the hollywood dream to homeboy you want to be an artist no yep. <laughs> I, I, I love that like no shame they used his song in his introduction yep. video yep. Dude. Yep. that was his idea that Guaranteed that they talked to him. Hey man, come to Hollywood. Yo, you'll you'll make a song with a studio on Saturday. <laughs> we'll like, you know who AEG is? Coachella. Yeah, bro, yeah. bro. Um, Let's give him a little set on Coachella. <laughs> little side stage. All right, who's the who's the last player out of curiosity, Mike? We might need so, to bump forward, but I want to know. I'm yeah, curious. Um, we can gloss over it pretty quickly, but I do think it's someone that's flown under the radar because it is not our typical signing, and it's sort of a direction of change in the way we are looking to scout and recruit players. But it is Miki Yamane. Um, <laughs> Miki Yamane. This dude is legit. People over Coachella saying this dude sucks. I don't know what they're watching. I don't know what they were watching either. I went ahead and took a little bit of a deeper dive just because too, like you know, maybe I just don't have good ball knowledge. But um, I took a look into more of his stats. We are not Galaxy Twitter. Sorry, guys. Yeah. We, we don't have know. experts. Yeah. We are not experts. We are not experts. This is the average Joe opinion. Um, but no, I did take a little bit of a look into what he offers as a player. And I've also pulled another po quote pulled another quote from Greg Vanny because he's been doing a lot of talking recently. Um, if you are unfamiliar with Miki Yamane, he is 30 years of age, which was sort of um, 
it raised a question in my mind because that really hasn't been our type of signing. I mean, we generally do have a thing for older defenders, but an older fullback for me was interesting. But um, his market eval with the information that I was able to find is that he is priced at 1.8 and I wasn't able to find an undisclosed fee or I wasn't able to find a fee. The fee is undisclosed, but he signed to a three-year contract and his accolades, I think he is the serial winner of Japan because he was named to the J1 League Best 11 for three years straight through 2020 and 2021, 2022. He has two J1 League titles and people, when they discuss him, he's sort of mentioned as an attacking fullback and um, hold straight from Greg Vanny as well. Miki is an experienced defender with excellent composure and versatility in attack. So hopefully it gives us more of a three-dimensional look going forward, sort of providing relief to wingers and giving us an extra layer of trying to produce goals. So I'm excited for Miki. I think he can, I think he can pay out a lot for us. I like this focus on, on like the Japanese players, right? Like I think Asia mm-hmm, is often yeah. untapped in our league. Um, that's um, cool to be seeing yeah. it open up. And Japan, yeah. Japan competes, man. Japan has always competed in world cup. So these aren't, these aren't bums. And we have the captain yeah. dude. Like, I mean, we, yeah. your sheet is not new, right? But that's, mm-hmm. that's really important. All right. Go ahead, Tim. Go ahead, Tim. Hold on. Give me one second. (laughs) Um, We're getting back into podcasting mode, guys. But um, (laughs) yeah, I wasn't able to find a lot of information about him though online. Like even just sort of scouring the the transfer market page, looking for highlights. It seems very far and few in between. But for someone who has a very loaded resume, it is interesting to see. I I want to say it's a question mark, but I think the experience that he was that he has, especially being thirty is um gonna be nice so i don't know i think out of all the three he is the most interesting for me i'm most excited for for paint still but um we're showing miki some love as la is becoming japan too <laughs> with japan too the way the way we're Dude. bringing in our um Asian today were crazy oh yeah um yeah yep 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 all right um we're kind of waiting on timmy here a little bit i think we're having some technical difficulties let's talk about some chris you have a lot of um, I think insight ideas, in, ideas yes. and insight into <laughs> <laughs> good ones into like these departures, right? So um Mavinga unceremoniously gone. Like they straight booted that dude to the waiver. So fuck out of here. I, I think, uh, Mavinga, I think they... Mavinga was gone last year versus LAFC. Yeah. 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 That man, that was that was my yeah so he's gone we've had edwards leave we we've had uh bond leave they treat a bond a little bit more respectfully today i think that was probably the way to do that um there's been a cleaning of house here and I'm, i'm curious chris if you have any ideas or insight into like the common thing between all of those guys, right? They dumped all these guys for a reason. What do you think the reason was? Is there one reason they were all let go? You think there's a, so I don't, I mean, I, I have this conversation with Timmy and I'm not going to put on blast the person I get to talk to. I'm blessed that I get to talk to this person that works for the galaxy. He's a really cool guy. But the only thing I can pretty much tell you that he says that, and I've been a fan of this, you give players three, four years. And this is the same thing with developing youth, okay? You give them three, four years. If you haven't won shit, you're not doing anything, we're still barely making playoffs, getting, keeping out of playoffs, it's time to move on. You know, the project resets. You know what I mean? The only thing I'm scared of 
that we're resetting with Greg Fanny. But it's we haven't done anything. We've made playoffs that one year, barely. Yeah, we made a run to it. Whatever happened, happened. We missed playoffs again. We missed playoffs again. We had this player. So it, it's like now it's like, all right, man, that team's not working. Let's reset. Now let's bring fresh blood. Players that don't that that's that's what I've had this conversation with this um guy with. And I love it. I love it because I'm like, man, fuck the old in with the new. You know, and like I said, and I stated strong, you know, I'm strong about my comments against the G2s and all of them. You know, yeah, you come in 17, 18 year olds, I know you're young, whatever, but if you're at that position, man, like they just signed um I, I was gonna bring up his name, the the 16 year old. What's his name? Sorry. Oh, the the homegrown fullback. I know, I know who yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Miller all means both Harbor Miller. Yes. Yeah, Miller. all means man, congratulations. I'm happy for you. This isn't the end, bro. Step up. You know what I mean? You you got this contract. I you know, in and out, you want to be the, the super sub like that, that. That's what we need. And that's what I think where the galaxy is finally going to now. Now we're seeing the team as a project. It's all right. Last few years didn't work. On to the next team. Let's see what this gives us. Three, four years, just like these contracts that you're giving, it doesn't work. We don't win shit. Reset again. That that's what it is. It's a reset for us. Timmy, you have thoughts about the people we've we've booted away? Yeah, you know what? It was very, very necessary. Cause I mean, with Bond specifically, we kind of saw it coming because we brought in another goalkeeper from the other side of town. And we were thinking to ourselves, like, hey, like, then who's going to be the starter? Who's going to get dropped? Who's going to be the backup? It was all up in the air during preseason. So we were all kind of seeing that, you know, Bond was mainly out of the rotation during the preseason game. So we weren't that. So that was possibly him saying, like, hey, like, I'm probably not going to be here for a while. And then today they announced that he was waived. And I was like, yep, that's what we were waiting for. And Mavinga leaving, man, I I could could pop a bottle for that. (laughs) I could pop a bottle for that. I could take shots for that. I could celebrate. All me and Timmy actually going to be in the club after this. Heck yeah, man. Are you kidding me? Like uh, that, look, don't get me wrong. He'll have like a good tackle once in a while or a very crucial tackle in the box that'll save us. But like that doesn't make up for the mistakes that he had for us during the season and during the preseason. Like that dude, first goal dude, that they scored on us? Oh because of him. My yeah. God, like, fucking ball watching, bro. Come on, literally, and, the, and and just waiting on one more person possibly to wave, but I'm not gonna say who yet. But I, I think but, yeah, yeah, we we should be careful. There's friends of the pot out there. I'll tell you guys off of off of offline about about that, but we'll leave that at that. I think that's wise, Tim. Yeah, I'm, I ain't naming names, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, but. They- I think it was necessary, and it, and we kind of talked about it yesterday with Chris that it was also because of the salary issues. Yeah, like, he's expensive. Some of the salary, they're expensive. International so. slots as well, like oh yeah, all that back. I forgot Movingo wasn't even a. Uh, yeah. He didn't have his green card. He yeah, wasn't taking up the international slot. I think it's the same with Raheem too. Like just a liability. And that's that's kind of the shame part, right? Like a lot of these guys, like Raheem, he came and like said all the right things, and and like kind of did the right thing some of the time, but could not be trusted in high pressure situations, right? And oh. I think Chris, you're on that, right? Like we have to get beyond like the the fuzzy feelings. Yeah, I'm sorry, and I think uh, and I think a lot of Galaxy fans they they hold on to that. Like this is a business. We're paying to watch these guys. We're paying to win championships. All right, there. You know, 
And I've lost a lot of Galaxy players that, you know, I, that have become friends of mine that, you know, have, have, have been at a first-name basis with me. And, yeah, it's it sucks to see them go. But, hey, at the end, they, like, the business moves on. You know, like, Bond, like, a lot of people, I'm heartbroken about Bond, you know, on Twitter. And it's like, bro, uh, either you want to you wanna compete or you want this guy that's nice and good-looking to stay around. You know, like, you know, get your priorities straight, dude. I would like to make a comment about what people are saying about McCarthy. People, I saw many comments today. We're not going to name anybody's name, but there were many comments today. <laughs> there are many comments today about the fact that, whoa, we have Mikovic who is untested <laughs> and we're taking a gamble on him. And we have McCarthy and like no one knows who he is. You don't know who he is. This dude mm -hmm. won, just won an MLS Cup off the bench in a penalty shootout like he's been around dude you know if you do a little dude, bit of the, digging the, the, what was the the message i sent you guys when it was like a a proven goalie bond versus mm, yeah. two unproven goalies in the yeah. i was like proven to you maybe <laughs> exactly yeah. for real crazy and we're using proven lightly yeah um. so i i would love just for people to think a little bit more before they speak you know <laughs> Yeah, we don't do a lot of that around here. No, so. we don't. We don't. But like, I know, I know. I tried. All right. So, um, I think it's time to do a boom bust, and then Mike, I have like an. Im I've been scrolling the Twitter, like keeping an eye out for for some stuff, and something interesting came up. I'd love to put you in the corner for old time's sake and, oh, and, and ask yeah, you a question. All right? But let's do let's do boom or bust player, Chris. Who's your boom player for the year? Who's your bust player for the year? And I'm gonna write this down because we always do. Yes, write it down, and I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm not gonna play it safe. I'm gonna go a little on the edge. Out it. Okay. Out mm -hmm. out is boom. Boom. I, okay. I think yes. I think he. Um, and it's funny because I was talking to a few of my friends on Instagram, and they're pointing him out as the the outlier of the team, right? But I'm thinking, you know, this guy, the team invested in him. They gave him. You know, he came in big games last year. Um, he had his mistakes. I'm not saying that he's a perfect player, you know, but I think that he's a project that we looked into to, like, develop. And he was on the bench. How long he's been here? Two years already? Correct two. me if I'm wrong. Two yep. years? This will yeah. be two. Yeah. So he, yeah, so he's coming off the bench the last two years. Now he gets the starting spot. We didn't look into buying anybody else in that position. You know what I mean? So now it's like, this is this is the project. This is This is it. So... I think the guy's going to step up. He had a nice uh, run when he scored on the preseason game. Um, guy seems like he's full of energy, um, cool guy. But um, So I think that's my boom. Uh, my bust, <laughs> uh, as much as, like I said, I'm going a little a little crazy, but I'll say Dehan is going to bust. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I like the guy. I think he's a good striker. I think he's salt, salted, you know, está salado. Um I mean, even right now, dude, the, the preseason game, you know, so, you know, we saw him out there running, gets a header by himself. Just you know, guy literally had to just tap it in. He missed the he missed the target. So yeah, two or three uh, times we were standing right at the corner, right, and he just didn't mm, turn his head. Nothing. So I'm pushing. I asked him at preseason. I told him you break the record this year for goals. I asked for forty. He <laughs> laughed. Um, you know, so I, I'm challenging him. I'm hoping, but you know, I think. It's gonna be set up on a platter for him. You know, you got we got wingers now. You got Ricky. You know, calling the shots in the midfield or number ten. It's bro, if you're not 
scoring these tap-ins like he should be. It's it's I, I yeah. And this is something I know we we didn't mention it too much, but with the moves that we talked about about releasing players, international pop money, this could be the move where like you're giving him a chance to the summer, and if it's not gonna work out, he's not scoring. We got our international spots and we have money right away to shoot on to whoever we're gonna get for a forward. So he's on that's, the stove for I, sure. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's on so, the stove. Okay, we'll, We'll see how it goes. But there's Dehan, if you hear me, I'm pushing it for you, dude, but prove me wrong. Oh, I don't there like There it that. is. <laughs> Mikey, boomer bust. I like that. I like that take. Um I very apologize or I'm very sincerely sorry for not being informed about Paint Sills game before this podcast. Um <laughs> I haven't I haven't been excited about a player signing um since Cabral. Um, but if that is uh, any foreshadowing, then um, it's not looking good for bro. But I'm taking him as my boom player. I do like JP. I'll be bumping the EP whenever he drops it. Like, let's just get in the right mind state. Um, excited to see Paint Seal do well this season. And um, as my bust player, I just feel like it's someone that we haven't really talked about and is sort of just existing in this current lineup. I want to take Brugman mm. just because I feel oh. like injuries. Damn, that's yeah. a good one. I hate and that, but that's a good I hate one. it. Yeah. I mean, when he's been great, he's been great, but I just feel like his time here has been overshadowed by injuries or he just hasn't Damn. seen quality. I feel Damn. quality first time minutes. And, and um, right the, now. Yeah. I, he's going to need to start proving it. I mean, honestly, I would love nothing more than to see him come back and provide some stability, especially in the holding midfield. But, um, you look at the lineups and he's truly one of the only question marks we have. Yeah. He he walked off the field in a bad yeah. mood, in a bad way yeah. the other day. He had like his ice leg taped up. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, wishing for a speedy recovery, but I think if we're going to pick out anyone from our strongest starting 11, I'd have to take Brugman. I don't think he's going to be in for the most welcoming. All right. Timmy, boom bust. All right. My boom player... It's going to have to be Mr. Gabriel Peck. I think he will be a great suitor for Dayon because I feel like a lot of our wingers have a really tough time finding Dayon in those spots where he clearly makes a run, I feel, and they just don't give him the ball or necessarily find him in those spots. I feel like Peck will be able to do that, and I feel like, on top of that, his work rate to retrieve the ball back from our defense once we lose it. And then, you know, I feel like those would be very, very helpful in our, with the counterattacks that we always face. I feel like he'll drop back and, like, win the ball back for us. And I'm just very, very excited to see a young and up-and-coming player coming out of Brazil uh, being a part of this team. It's going to be very exciting. And, yeah, I'm, re- I'm really excited for Peck. I, I, think, I think I kind of pushed him to be more for, like, assists because that's kind of like what we picked for the for the whole group for most assisting i think that's who we picked for our most assists right guys and yeah and most minutes and most minutes too so i think he'll really really help out Dayon and help out the other our other teammates with that and for my bust i had to think really really hard for this one i'm not gonna lie but i think it's gonna be martin Casetas for me because yeah. he's getting up there yeah yeah, yeah, because he's getting he's getting up there in age already. He broke his knee last season. He was out for a while, a couple months. And, I mean, he looked okay during preseason, but I don't expect him to go the full 100 
pull the way of the season with Jalen Neal coming back, hopefully, from injury soon. I hope, you know, he gets better and stuff like that because we are going to need him in the long run because I know Martin is not going to be able to do it no more. But, yeah, man, our, our defense is getting up there in age, and I'm getting really, really worried about that. And But, yeah, those are my boomer bust players. Yeah. I'm I'm going yeah I'm going a little bit I'm gonna go a little a little off the bench I think it's gonna be an odd year I okay. think our boom player is gonna be Diego Fagundes Oh I think okay. he's gonna okay. surprise some people Um I think the dude is hungry I think maybe it makes sense for his career right and like if you've been watching MLS long enough like there's these dudes who are just like like um he has like McGee vibes to me right like at the end of his career or later like he just became like Mr. Clutch. Yeah, like a and clutch it, player. And it, it, it was weird. It, I mean, it's weird coming midseason. You know what I mean? You right. He's loved in Austin. Everything's going for him. And all of a sudden, they just, here, go to the Galaxy. And yeah. we weren't doing hot shit at that time either. You know what I mean? So it, it, it was a weird situation. Um. So that's that. And I think I, I kind of wanted to pick Dayon as, as a boom. But I think it's Fagundes. I think Dan will be fine. He'll do like average numbers. Yeah. Um, my bus player, just because I think people are so high on like what he can be, and Chris and I talked a lot about this the other day. I think my bus player for the year is Cuevas, dude. Ooh, that's a good one. They're gonna try and like put him in, right? He's like one of the first people off the bench, I think, on that back line. I worry about it. Um, and I hate to say that because. It's like feel good for him to do well, you know. I think he's they're re- relying on him to be like if Yamane goes down, it's Cuevas, and I just yeah. don't know about that. It's not like the other side, right? Like we brought John Nelson. If Alde goes down, it's another proven player. Yeah, John Nelson. Um, do we think it might just be a little too early? Do you think it's just not his time yet? Mm. He left. He went to Europe and came back. Yeah, I have well, strong feelings about that. Yeah. Chris, you want to you want you want to share just briefly your feelings on it? Uh, you know, he there's they just put that episode on him, and there's talks about how this is home, you know, and everything. And like, honest truth, bro, like, regardless of what's going behind the scenes of money and transfers and whatever, if this is home, you shouldn't leave. You probably wouldn't have started already by now, mm-hmm. if that's yeah. the case. But, bro, sorry, man, you left. So miss me with that LA till I die bullshit. You left, bro. Yeah. And you and you went to a team that didn't even have a second division team, bro. Like you went to a practice squad. So like miss me with that, you know, LA till I die bullshit. Prove me wrong, dog. I'm challenging <laughs> you. Prove me wrong. But uh, I'm not I'm not falling for that. I think that's the name of the episode. If if I'd take all of this stuff and like put it together, prove us wrong. Prove prove wrong. Us wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So look out for that. Um, this has been a great episode, boys. It's really good to be back. I think the energy is good. Um, Mike, just quickly, what I saw on um, Twitter right it. now, it said 37-year-old Milan player Olivier oh. Giroud is looking to leave Europe at the end of the season and come to MLS to an unknown team. Does he end up on the Galaxy? You know my take on that. Um yeah uh very briefly <laughs> let's just sum up our relationship with Giroud. um count 
is a huge Giroud enjoyer, even when he was on the wrong side of London, speaking this is from true. speaking from us being Chelsea fans. This is true. He then calls it about a year in advance. He signs for Chelsea, wins us a Europa League, and does literally nothing wrong and has probably been Chelsea's best striker of the past five or so odd years. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to hear if our name was in the basket. I've learned to not doubt this man or write him out when it's mattered. Um, if we were to World sign Cup with winner. the World Cup winner, Mr. Do the Dirty Work, really traditional, hold the ball up number nine. I love me a little bit of Giroud, and I know you do too, so come to the Galaxy if we need to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's yeah. go around final thoughts. Timmy, it's been a minute. Final thought? Uh, it's going to be a good game. Home oh, yeah, what's the score what's prediction? What's your prediction, Tim? <sighs> okay. Realistic, realistic. 3 to 2 to Miami. Cuz I think mm-hmm. they'll get us early. They'll catch us off early and then we'll come back draw it after in the second half. And they'll get right one back. They'll get one right back right before the end of the game, just like they did with RSL. That's how I predict it. Fair. Chris? 5-4. Oh, 5-4 Galaxy. Oh, I hope super it's 5-4. Sub, super, super sub Matthew Berry gets that yeah. fucking tap in <laughs> in the 90th <laughs> minute. Ah, yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden, everybody's going to love this guy, and then he's going to be the next Alec Gordon. He's not going to want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey? Um, I'm going to say Miami continues their unbeaten run so far in 2024 and comes out with a 1-0 win. 1-0. Dude, if I had one, somebody offer me 1-0, yeah. I don't know. I, I, say, I say 2-2. Everybody has a good time and goes home. Yeah, that's there you think. go. Share the points. Like the ending. points and go home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there for a less Fucking get my rave on. Stupid. <laughs> 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 It's been great, Papa Molly. Papa Molly, I'm sweating. <laughs> Mike, where can Sasha Question find you, bro? Sasha Question <laughs> can find me in the city of Hawthorne, California, but more importantly, he can find me on Twitter <laughs> at CFC Michael. All right, Timmy, where can they find you? They can find me at Spicy Taco One One Eight at Twitter. Catch me with the fade. Catch me with all the smoke. I'm ready for it. Nah, Timmy's ready. <laughs> I'm about to hang up my Twitter booth. Uh, Chris, where can they? I, Chris, I know I shouldn't ask you this, but where can they find you? No, you know, if, if it's official and I'm part of the, the pod, you guys yeah. can hit me up. Sand 7 Am I going to respond? No. Am I going to add you as a friend? Fuck no. But <laughs> yeah, you could, you could come find me. All right, man. I'm Count Chalk 786 on everything. Um, all right. Here's a good season, and we'll, we'll talk again next week on the other side of this with some more information, boys. Peace. Cheers, boys. Yo, Luke.